0: Welcome to BIV Today, the daily podcast from the newsroom of business in Vancouver. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and editor-in-chief. You know, Major League Baseball may be mired in labor negotiations and who knows when they're going to end, but local relief is heading our way with the resumption of play by the Vancouver Canadians. Yes, the Canadians are back. Baseball's coming back to Vancouver after a detour last season into Oregon as the temporary home of the team. And of course, the year before, Minor League Baseball didn't really happen at all, and scrubbed because of COVID. During uh, their absence, minor league baseball also reorganized. And so when Vancouver gets the Canadians back next month, they're also going to get a much, much larger schedule of games. 132 of them now in the season, 66 of them at uh, Nat Bailey Stadium, such as the reward for a franchise that's identified as one of baseball's best minor league organizations, if not the best one at all. I want to get a great Understanding of what it's been like to deal with this pandemic for this organization, the displacement, the uncertainty, the lack of a home crowd, the lack of revenue in its hometown. And I'm fortunate today to have as my guest Jake Kerr, one of the co-owners of the team, familiar to the business community as a longtime executive in the forestry sector. Good to see you. Nice to see you, Kirk. I listen, I've worn my uh worn my uniform. i got my oh. uniform today.
1: I should have I should have done the same.
0: I didn't. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm betraying uh, betraying uh, lack of impartiality on this one. I'm really happy to have uh, Bob coming back. Um, you've so. got to walk me through though what how crazy this has been, and um, and you know how how kind of draining it's been, taxing it's been, in order to do this. So let's start with um, when you know when it became apparent a couple of years ago that you weren't going to have a team at all for the year. Yeah, how how do you how do you react to it?
1: Not, not terribly well. I mean, I, I'm, I'm feeling much better about baseball now because I'm highly confident we're going to start in mid-April as we're supposed to. But for the last couple of years, to be honest with you, I, I, we bought the team almost 15 years ago. And the first 13 years were, once we figured out what we were doing, uh, were really a pleasure. We, we loved doing it. And the fans in Vancouver were terrific. And it's a great experience. The last couple of years frankly have been uh a major disappointment uh two years ago as you say we didn't actually know until it happened that we weren't going to play and it it had really negative consequences financially and uh uh you know we disappointed ourselves and the fans uh last year we were very uh hopeful to play in vancouver and instead of that we got because of border issues uh redirected to go play in oregon now you can imagine how interested the people in portland are to, yeah. uh, to the vancouver canadians so we had i, I give a tremendous amount of uh, respect and appreciation to our staff andy dunn our president etc they went down there with the skeleton staff and ran the uh ran the season uh in the uh, in hillsborough oregon uh, some friends of ours well, in the Hillsborough team were willing to help share the facility and the team played well. And if, from that standpoint, it was fine from the standpoint of the ownership or the fans up here, it was a complete non-event and you can imagine financially again, uh, yeah. it, it was a beating. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's been a tough couple of years and for Jeff Mooney and myself, my partner we unfortunately got caught up in the reorganization of minor league baseball where the powers that be decided we're going to go from 162 to 120 teams and 42 teams in 42 cities in the U S literally disappeared. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, we owned a team in Los Angeles, Lancaster in one of the suburbs and um, we were eliminated. Uh, Just that's that Uh, it's been nice. We'll see it uh and uh that was tough i mean to be honest with you it was a a great shock lancaster has great facilities and it was a numbers game and uh they just decided they needed to move in another they needed a team in fresno they didn't need a team in lancaster and that was that so it's been a bad, bad couple of years but yeah having said that as you said it we the the new um reorganized minor league baseball is going to be very good for vancouver we've moved up uh, a full classification uh to high a which means that we'll no longer have a situation where people skip vancouver so mm-hmm. when we were at low a, a a really good player like vladimir guerrero never appeared in vancouver because he he was good enough to skip a almost like skipping a grade in school and yep. Uh, Vancouver will now, that will not happen. Uh, and so we'll have a, a, a better caliber of ball. And as you just pointed out, we'll play 132 games. Now, that's a mixed blessing in the sense that <laughs> we've had a great problem for the last few years when we were playing in Vancouver, we were sold out. And our mm-hmm. park, parks board used to call and say, well, we're getting people calling saying they can't get in. And we said, well, that's the price of, of actually yeah doing something that the public wants to see, but, uh, so we're, we're going to have a lot more opportunities for people to come. Uh, the reaction's been very good. The only, uh, if you live in Vancouver, you know yourself that, uh, April may the weather is questionable. Uh, yeah. and so we're going to have some issues. We're going to try a few different things. We're going to place more day games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so far we've been really surprised at, at, our pre our advanced sales are extremely good. And well, people
0: are uh, people are eager to get the game back. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. And yeah. uh, we haven't had uh, an outdoor sport uh, here for a couple of years now. For you know, we going on three years. Um, tell me a little bit about though. When you did you get any relief at all from the Canadian government, the British Columbia government, city government on on what Probably was a pretty serious financial forfeiture, um, with a lot of your, you know, a lot of your facilities and things here. We
1: we didn't get any relief from any governments. Uh, that's just the way it is. The city of Vancouver uh, was sympathetic, but a lease is a lease, and right. uh, so we we uh, have had to deal with that. We did get assistance from the Toronto Blue Jays uh, last year because. If you think about it, uh, it's their players uh, yeah. that are our players, and so uh, they helped out in Oregon, which certainly uh, helped us. The previous year, no. I mean, there was no assistance by anyone to anyone. So it's yeah. been, a, been a bad couple of years. Having said that, I think that we are we really are looking forward to a comeback year this year.
0: Was there any? possibility that we weren't going to get baseball back at all that that the team yeah yeah
1: there's a there was a distinct possibility the good news is vancouver has been such a successful franchise the last 10 years that when they started analyzing okay who's in and who's out uh vancouver is the largest market in minor league baseball we are are. uh someday probably not in my lifetime but uh, there will be Major League Baseball in Vancouver. And mm. uh, people have been kicking tires on that for many, many years. But uh, they recognize that that we were uh, an important West Coast uh, outpost. Yeah. We also uh, have made a long-term arrangement now for 10 years with the Blue Jays. So we're not going to have to go through this dance every couple of years where, well, I wonder who our affiliate will be. Uh, mm. the people in Toronto have certainly figured out that it makes sense
0: it sounded like a lot of this was top down in terms of the way that it was handled uh, but uh, and i know that you've had apprehensions about things like triple a ball in this city because of the length of the schedule well now you've got that lengthy schedule was there any possibility that it was going to be a double a AA or a triple a opportunity there
1: uh i think there'll be a triple a opportunity in the future uh, when exactly i don't know uh yeah, uh, we, we had hesitation about the schedule, but no, you, you're right on the money. Uh, this is a top-down process, uh, and uh, we got to the point of, of being happy to be included rather than complaining about it. Uh, the, right. The other thing yes. that's a fact of life is that as you watch baseball evolve, I mean, the, the major leagues are in a huge mess right now, which they will work their way out of, but uh, it's going to change. The The – uh, there are a number of factors at play, one of which is professionalizing uh, the mom and pop operations in minor league baseball. Uh, One of the reasons that they contracted was they have figured out they need to have uh, better standards for training facilities, better standards in stadiums. Uh, So one of the other things that goes along with getting a, a 10 year contract is we have to make major improvements in nat bailey they're not so much fan improvements but they are everything from uh facilities for female coaches uh female Mm. umpires uh a lot of training type facilities so there will be a major construction project at nat bailey uh after this coming season um which will have some fan amenities to it but is mainly to meet major league standards. And you're finding uh, a lot of independent operators are deciding that, that maybe the price of the deal is too much. And so there have been a fair number of sales recently.
0: Do you, is it then uh, becoming again, the preserve of people who uh, like you and Jeff Mooney, you know, have, have had really successful careers here, um, obviously uh, some access to capital um, and that uh, and that, you know, you're now the kind of typical owner that's going to go forward with minor league ball.
1: I think we're the typical independent owner. I think you're going to see a lot more uh, affiliations. Uh, there's there's a group in uh, in the States that have been buying up minor league franchises uh, with oh. with an eye to. um putting together almost what you'd call syndicates of minor league teams. They think there are synergies. They think there are uh, issues of scale. Uh, and there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes in baseball and in sports in general. I mean, sports betting is becoming a huge, huge thing in the United States and will be in Canada, I believe. And that's gonna drive uh, a fair bit of the, the value. And, and so some of these syndicated uh, operations can package up um, uh, sports packages, where, for, just as an example. Uh, some of these guys can can go to the major leagues and say, all right, if you want uh, to have a Saturday game uh, nationwide on NBC, you're going to have to take three minor league games a week on your affiliates. And, wow. Uh, we think about the, the, the Canadian uh, example of TSN and, and Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. They have five or six channels on on each yep. of them. They need something to to, uh, to put on those yeah. channels. And they, they,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering about uh, uh, look, I mean I hope that baseball major league baseball settles its labor dispute here pretty soon. But if you get into April here, um, do the Canadians get get themselves a sports net appearance? Uh, sorry, Canadians get what? Do they get a sportsnet appearance? Do they get uh, presents
1: on it? Probably, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if you realize, Kirk, but in the last year we played in Vancouver, it was the oddest thing. Rogers came to us and said, we'd like to, uh, we had our games on, on Saturday nights on, on local TV.
0: Yeah, we on were, Shaw, I can say, on, on, a, on a cable right, yeah.
1: show. And, and they, they, um, they broadcast them across the country. Uh, and I, I couldn't figure out why you know, who would be watching the Canadians? And it turns out the ratings in, in Ontario uh, at 10 o'clock at night on Saturdays were very good because the same guys who were in the bar watching the Blue Jays, when the game ended, there's still guys in the bar watching baseball and they were watching the Canadians in Ontario. And, it, yeah. it, it, you know, it's like certain sports fans will watch just about anything. So if you think about the hockey games that are on, on yeah. and in the middle of the night with the Guelph Bulldogs versus the whoever's. People are watching, strange, but yeah. they are. So yeah, I think you're gonna see a lot more network across the country.
0: Good. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, also how it is, because uh, I know that you're changing the billeting program as well for these players when they come into town now, that they're they're gonna be, they, I think you're gonna have them housed at UBC for for the most part, aren't you?
1: Well, I'm not clear myself on that, Kirk. I have to talk yeah. to Andy more about it, Andy Dunn, because, uh, yeah, I think that is the way it's going to go again because they're trying to get a uh, a certain standard uh, as you know that this is the minimum you can have in a uh, in a community. But uh, our housing program is so strong that I'm not sure the decision is is final here. Okay.
0: Because the, the reason I ask is that, of course, UBC has its own pretty substantial baseball program sure and uh, has facilities out there that, that, you know, in some ways rival what you could do day after day at Nat Bailey, right? I mean, uh, it, is there anything there in terms of an integration or a relationship that you think you can do? Oh, well, we have a,
1: a great relationship with UBC baseball and, and have used their facilities. They've, they've used ours. The the uh, major leagues want the facilities at at the stadium, so they will uh-huh. be able to control people's diet. You know, we have dietitians now. We have all sorts of staff that uh, are all going to be housed at the stadium. So yes, there are opportunities, particularly in the winter, uh, to use the UBC facilities. But we're building everything at Bailey.
0: And and I guess the, uh-huh. the last of that I have, I mean, because I. It, the way that it used to be uh, with the Canadians is that you had a split season and playoff um, playoff qualifications were that you had to finish atop your division in one of those two things to play
1: and that kind of thing.
0: So now, it, 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 do you have any sense of what the play, playoff format is going to be in this division? I, I,
1: I suspect it's going to be, um, there is there are going to be playoffs for sure. Uh, yeah. But I think it'll probably be something like either the top four out of, out of the six teams qualified or just the top two. It, it was truncated last year because of COVID. They haven't announced yet exactly how it will work, but the season will end later. So I think yeah. we mid-September, and there'll be a, a week of playoffs of some sort.
0: We, we don't get October baseball. Is that what you're saying? No. Yeah. 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 Well, because that – as a as someone who coached softball, girls softball for all that time, you know, I, these April games uh, are going to be a real test of uh, they're going to be a, a test of the fan, I can put it that way if uh, in the evening. So, you know, bring bring some sweaters, as they say. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Listen, great to talk to you, Jake. Uh, <laughs> you you look a lot happier than the last time I saw you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the season. Uh, I you know cr- uh, touch wood. I, I really like everyone else. Hope the COVID thing is finally yeah. or yeah. at least manageable yeah. because it cer- certainly messed up a lot of people's lives and,
0: and yeah and, and and I'm I'm I am worried at times when I take a look at what kind of uh, disruption it it had on uh, players' careers, their development. You know, losing a year, kind of having to play essentially on the road for an entire year, uh, that kind of thing. And, and you know, it may take some time to, to you know, clear that all up. And um, there may be a lot of players who develop much later as a result.
1: Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, you know, people, the, people say the players are so so well paid. In some cases, that's true. But they have very short careers. So mm-hmm. losing one or two development years is, is a big deal. And yeah. uh, hopefully we start making yep. it up.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, what's the date for back? Is it something?
1: Nineteenth. 19th.
0: Nineteenth 19th of April. Nice. Yeah. Well, good luck, and uh, have a have a really prosperous and uh, profound season. It's going to be great to have ball back. Great. We'll look
1: forward to seeing you out there. Thanks, Kurt.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Jake. Jake right. Kerr, co-owner of the Vancouver Canadians. I'm Kirk LePoint, publisher and editor in chief at BIV. Thanks a lot for watching.